Welcome to the Geek Geek Podcast, where it's just me this week. I'm Void, and I'm here without my co-host, Beige, because he's sick. He's resting. Hopefully, he's sitting on the couch and playing Animal Crossing and getting better. Um, hopefully, he'll be back next week. So I just have a quick, like, mini geekery grab bag this week. And yeah, yeah, it's kind of, it's going to be a short episode, but that's okay. That happens when one of us gets sick. So one of the things that I put in my geekery, and it's been sitting there for a long time, has been chocolate-covered espresso beans. And I've never had a good time to talk about it, so I'm just going to take this opportunity because I tried to cut, like, actual coffee out of my diet, um, and not for any, like, philosophical reason, just because, like, it wasn't sitting great in my stomach, and I was like, hmm, maybe there's a better way to get caffeine, and I switched over to trying chocolate-covered espresso beans, and I absolutely love them, and now I'm obsessed. So I haven't actually had, like, a drink of, like, drip coffee in... Oh, I don't know, four or five months at this point, but I have been eating these chocolate covered espresso beans almost every day and I've been doing taste tests and I've tried like a six, seven, eight different varieties now. And I think I have the one that I like. Um, the, the verdict is still out. I can report back when I actually have it, but it's like a tiny obsession at the moment. So I have to pick it out as geekery and share it at some point. So today's the day. Um, the other things I've been doing lately is ever since the new year, I've been trying to track books and just see if it changed my habits at all. Because last year I realized that I didn't really read as much as I had been in past years. And I couldn't figure out why. Like I didn't have a good reason and that bothered me. So I went back into Goodreads. You know, I've had an account there for, I don't even know how long. It's been a long time, Um, but I wasn't actively using it. So I picked the account back up and I took all of the books that I had like in my wish list and in my my to-do tracker, um, like in my wonder list and everything. And I just added them into Goodreads. And then I started tracking when I was actually reading and like what percentage I was in a book. And when I finished a book, I would give it a rating. And just something to try to get momentum going. And it has worked so well. I'm so surprised. But like something about moving the whole thought of reading into like one place that I can reference it. Um, and I was surprised that moving it like out of my to do and my tracking list in Wanderlist was a good idea because that works for me. So for so many other things, but apparently reading like being able to see what other people are doing and see my progress in each book as I'm moving through it. And then also being able to like leave a rating and a review and refer back to that later when I'm like, oh yeah, what were the good books I read lately? What are the five-star ones that I personally gave five stars? That has been really good for me. So tracking books is like really satisfying at the moment. Um, And apparently that's what I was missing in my reading habits. And it sounds really dumb that that got me back into it, but it's absolutely true. And the other thing from this is that I don't feel the need to share like absolutely everything for geekery on the podcast because I can wait until, oh, that was a really good book. Like it was four or five stars and then I'll bring it up on the podcast. So I've read a ton this year that I haven't talked about because they're kind of like, oh, that wasn't a good book or that one was just good or that one was fine. Um, But whenever there's one that really jumps out at me, I try to bring it up. I have also been watching a little bit more TV. Um, I think anyone who's listened for a while knows I don't watch a lot of TV, but I've been trying to work it into my workout routines as I'm on the treadmill, just as something you know above and beyond podcasts and audiobooks, even though I'm still doing those all the time, but just to kind of switch it up and have something else on the treadmill that'll like um, disconnect my mind and make me not think about the fact that I'm exercising. So uh, I've been going in Netflix and just kind of like, okay, what do I want to watch? Is there anything new? 
And I've been sampling stuff, nothing really stuck. But then I went back and I was like, well, what are some of my favorites? And I realized I really loved The Crown, but I'd only watched through it one time. So I restarted The Crown again, and it's still really good. Um, And this time I don't feel any need to rush through it because I know where it's going. It's just kind of like whenever I'm in the right mood and I'm on the treadmill and I'm trying to like kill time and distract myself, um, I'll throw on an episode of The Crown. And yeah, I'm I'm enjoying a rewatch of that, which I don't really rewatch a whole lot. So it's worth noting. (laughs) Something else that happened this week uh, that was more annoying than good for geekery, but I just have to bring it up is Wonderlist is finally dying. Um, Microsoft bought Wonderlist like five years ago, something like that. Um, and they basically said that they were going to incorporate all the features into their new Microsoft like to do planning platform, which is now just called Microsoft to do. Um, and they were going to make it better and incorporate technology. Um, and then about a year ago, so like four or five years after they acquired it, um, they said, okay, we're going to kill Wonderlist. Here's your warning. Here's a year. And I use Wonderlist like super heavily it's what i drive all my task management off of it's where i track all of my like notes and thoughts and you know kind of what i'm gonna do for reading and watching shows and movies and video games and also just household tasks not to mention my whole working life is in there um so this was troubling for me and i said no i will not move until i absolutely have to well it has now been 11 months and a half And so they're really, really killing Wanderlist in about two weeks here. And I finally had to like pull the trigger and jump over. So I imported everything from Wanderlist into Microsoft to do, and I'm adjusting. It's okay. Um, I'm glad I waited because the longer I waited, the closer they got to -to one-to-one parity. It's not quite there, but it's closer than any other to-do tracking app or task tracking app that I've seen out there. There are other ones that you can absolutely import your Wonderlist into, but nothing is as one-to-one as Microsoft to-do because Microsoft basically stole Wonderlist. Well, they didn't steal. They bought Wonderlist's tech, and then they've been making the Microsoft product more and more like Wonderlist over time. So the main things that I'm missing out on that I used to have in Wonderlist and I no longer have are the Today view and the This Week view. Um, in Wonderlist, the today view would group all of your tasks by like sub list. So everything that was in a list would be grouped together, but it would all be under this like today. So everything that was due today, you would click on that and then it just automatically grouped all of the, the subgroups. And Microsoft To Do does not do that. Uh, it's probably my number one thing that's driving me a little bit crazy because I have so many tasks every day that I use this for that if I go into their, it's not called today, but it's called their planned view, which is essentially the same. Um, I go into planned and it just looks like all of my tasks are a jumble. So I'm trying to find a couple of workarounds. I mean, I know I'll find a way to make it work. I just have to adapt to a new system. But anytime you have to adapt to a new system, it's a little bit painful. Um, and then the other thing is that I got really used to Wonderlist having this natural language for due dates, and that was awesome, and I already miss it a lot. So you would be able to essentially say, you know, pick up bread tomorrow. You could just write that as a task, and Wonderlist would create the task and set a due date of tomorrow. So the task would say, um, you know, pick up bread, and then it would just have a due date of tomorrow. So it would parse what you wrote and it would automatically set up the dates for you, and I love that about it. And Microsoft does not do that. You have to type in your task and then go click on it, and then you can set a due date. So it's not the end of the world, but it is like two or three more clicks every single time I create a task, and I'm constantly creating tasks, especially for work. So I'm having to adjust there too. 
And kind of the last thing that was on my geekery list here to share with, well, I have more stuff, but I want to share it with BJ too, so I'll hold on to it. But um, my Final Fantasy VII remake progress, I'm still moving forward with it. So I am on chapter 17 right now, and I know I must be close to the end just because I've played the original, and I kind of know where this one is ending because they've said that it ends at Midgar, and I'm getting near the end of that. So the end is in sight. Um, I'm not going to spoil any of it here, but I will say that I finished all of the side quests in the game. Um, so, you know, kind of completionist on the side quest storylines, but not like 100% platinum completionist. I wasn't really going for that, but I did want to see everything the game had to offer. So that was really fun. Um, there also aren't tons and tons of those all over. There's like 24 side quests throughout the entire, you know, 30 or 40 hour game. It's not like hundreds. So it's manageable. And then the other thing I wanted to mention is, and I won't give the framing around it because that's kind of fun to run into, but you do get to a point where you have access to these combat challenges and they have a couple ways they do that within the world itself. And I, I had a lot of fun with that. Um, both of the different spots in the game where you can do that and you can kind of jump into these combat challenges that are almost slightly divorced from the rest of the game. Um, the combat system is just really fun. I really like the battle system in Final Fantasy VII Remake. So that was something else that I just felt like I really wanted to call out because the battle system is great in this game. Um, I might beat the game and then go back and play a little bit more on hard mode just to see if I can push myself because it's so fun. So yeah, that's probably it for this week because BJ is not here. Uh, hopefully we'll just have a normal main topic next week. Don't forget we're part of a network. Uh, you can get podcast streamers. We have a Geekery blog. All of that at geek2geekmedia.com. You can write to us with comments, suggestions, or feedback. Our email address is geek2geekcast at gmail.com or reach us on Twitter at geek2geekcast. We have discussions on Slack. We have Discord. We have Reddit. We have all of these places that you guys can go. Um, I personally blog at agreenmushroom.com. And you can find me at grnmushroom. That's green mushroom without the ease on twitter and i'm also on the disney forever podcast where we watch and react to different disney movies every week it's just been me this week with the geek to geek podcast but hopefully be just back next week that'll do it for this week see you next week geeks